Hi, y'all. I'm Amy. And I'm Jess. And we are two sober women committed to helping you live an optimized life. This show is about stories and strategies to help you optimize your health, your relationships, and your businesses. We focus on keeping it simple and having fun. Welcome to another episode of the Optimized Life Podcast. On today's episode, we're really excited to bring the last five episodes full circle for you. And we have a very special guest coming on today that's going to talk through what optimizing looks like in real life and how applying all of these things has really transformed her life. So we're really excited to introduce our guest today. Um, she's none other than Danielle DeGrandi. She happens to be my sister and I've just watched this journey that she's been on for the last 10 years and specifically um, and more importantly, the last year in terms of really optimizing her life and taking her, her life to the next level. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. Both you ladies have been such an inspiration along the way. So thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah. I would love for you to just share a little bit about where you come from. How did you get here? Um, you have such an inspiring story. Uh, and I know it's going to relate to a lot of people that have been kind of on the seeking path, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, in order to, to give you context about life now, I think it's important that we go back and we talk a little bit about kind of how I got here. Um, yeah, and we, for the last 10 years, um, you know, I, I started off by having, um, you know, a lot of success in life pretty early on. You know, I did all the things you're supposed to do. Uh, went to college, graduated, uh, got a great job straight out of college, um, had a really successful career that was really high pressure, but I was making a lot of money and I thought that that equaled happiness. And um, I had figured it out, but really I, inside, um, there were so many things um, that I was, was seeking and missing. And I, I found fulfillment um, in the wrong things, like the wrong relationships, um, wrong coping mechanisms. Um, and I, yeah, over the last 10 years, and it wasn't planned, but um, a lot of, uh, you know, coping mechanisms being drugs and alcohol took a really bad turn. Um, and yeah, that kind of led me to a year ago when I decided to really, really seek, um, yeah, like some help to change this life and to really live a life that was fulfilling and purposeful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I know so many people can, can relate to that, you know, because if we don't define what happiness and success looks like for us, then we end up using society's definition and society's definition is, you know, go to, go to a good college, get a good job. Um, work really hard, come home, check out, you know, those sorts of things. So, yeah. And I'm so inspired by the last year and just kind of watching this all come together because yeah, you did decide that enough was enough. You were sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and you finally found the courage to do something different. And this, this had been after a long time of trying lots of different things going down, lots of different paths. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the paths that society says will help fix you, but you know, didn't really work for you. So I would love for you to start off by sharing, what are some of the, the things that you, when you decided that you wanted to take a different path, that you wanted to get healthy and that's healthy in all ways, right? Op you decided you want to optimize your life. What did you have to let go or what, what limits or boundaries did you really have to take a look at and shift? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Well, you know, I, um, I really, 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 uh, you know, had, had realized that I had, um, a problem. I had some, 
you know, definitely a problem with drugs and alcohol um, and addiction. Um, and I had a lot of, you know, underlying mental wellness issues. I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, and I was still trying to go through life, trying to figure it out myself. Um, and I was trying to do all the things that that I thought were the right things to do, right? I was trying to seek um, therapy. I was trying to seek different types of, you know, medications to help get rid of these um, mental health issues. And really, I was I was just relying on really my own self will, and it wasn't working for me. So when I decided that I was really going to make a change in my life, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I had to do something. Um, to get out of this cycle that I was in. So the number one thing I had to do was I had to completely change everything about my life. Um, I had to really, really get clear on, on being really humble. You know, humility played a huge role in that. I had to change my people, places, and things. Um, I had to really sacrifice some things up front. You know, I had, my ego was still there. I thought I was entitled to still have a good job and a good life. And really I, I had spent the last few years, um, really just living in this world of self-destruction. So I had to completely restart everything. Um, so I had to really, I took a minimum wage job where I had to be up at 3am. Um, I was really, really like, you know, I had to get unstuck. So I had to do a lot of work on forgiving myself and others. Um, and I really had to get clear on ending, you know, cutting people out of my life that weren't serving me, you know, ending relationships that, um, that, that weren't, you know, benefiting my life. So I think habits, um, were a really big thing. I got really clear on my routine. Um, and I got really serious about optimizing my physical and mental health. I thought I had done irreversible damage and I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to come out of this. Um, but with the right kind of routine and the right habits, I was able to find myself feeling a lot better, much quicker than I had imagined. Danielle, oh, I just thank you for being here. And I just, I see so much of myself in you. And I just want to honor that I feel some kind of way when I hear your story. And you said something that I feel like a lot of our listeners will really identify with, and that's irreversible damage. And when we live in the space where we really think that that's the truth, how can we optimize anything? Because there's this conditioning in the world that we're just freaking, it is what it is. How many times have we heard that in our lives? How many times have I heard that in the rooms? Well, it is what it is. Well, no, actually, I know like I know that epigenetics are real, that the microbiome is real, that we can actually change our whole being, our cellular makeup. And when I look at you, I just see that. And it started with humility, you said. And then just continuously setting these healthy limits. And listeners, if you haven't listened to our first episode, we're going to take you through what this looks like in real life with Danielle's story. And we're starting with our first episode, which is healthy limits. And that's where you started. You're like, enough is enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't have irreversible damage. What if I step into these other things? Oh, it's just so powerful. So powerful. And, you know, the status quo approach to mental wellness and addiction and all those things, I know they kept me stuck and trying to do it like everyone else. How did that keep you stuck? Tell us a little bit about that part of your story, please. 
Yeah, great question. You know, I, I'm looking back on it, right? Um, when I knew that I, you know, I was, I needed to do something about my life. Um, you look to the, you look to the solutions or you look to the people that, you know, that tell you this is, this is what, you know, you should do or what society says you should do or what the status quo is and what that looks like traditionally is, okay, we have a mental wellness problem. Maybe we have some anxiety and depression. So what we should do is we should seek a psychiatrist. We should get a prescription for medication. We should, um, try to get on those, feel crappy for a little bit, you know, ride out that wave um, until that adjusts. Uh, we should maybe get a therapist so we can talk about our problems with a complete stranger um, <laughs> that, that may or may not resonate with us and then continue to, if that doesn't work, try another one. And then, you know, go to a, go to a 30 day treatment facility. And within 30 days, you should be able to completely reverse years and years of, um, of you know, trauma and, and pain and all that. And then you should come out and with those tools, you should have it all figured out. And then you should try, you know, to, to really get yourself into um, recovery rooms and, and find a sponsor. And that's great. A lot of those things have like played a role within, um, within my recovery and, and my success. But the thing is, is that if you don't figure it out that way and those tools don't work for you, then you feel like you're, you're failing yourself. You feel like you're something wrong with you. And I couldn't, I, I didn't find success that way. And I kept trying multiple times and I got so, you know, in that space where like, there's something wrong with me that I can't figure this out that I just kept going back to the same unhealthy habits. So it really took, um, yeah, a, a different approach this time to make it work. Thank you so much for sharing. And Jess, I know you have a lot to say about this too. And I just want to honor that because to be a pioneer is to be the transitional character is to be like, I, it's not working for me and I'm going to try a different path, even if it's not the status quo, because I'm so committed to freaking living. Like I've never lived before. And I know for me, when I looked down that pathway, it was just dark. It was just a dark tunnel. I was like, uh, is someone going to shine the light? And that's why I do the work that I do because no one was shining the light for me. And I stumbled around and I fell and broke both of my teeth out and like tried to kill myself a number of times. Like it was not easy. It was not easy. And hearing your story and just knowing that optimizing is possible, not just freaking living one day at a time. And, you know, talking about alcohol and drugs all the time, like we're going to the next level. And Jess, I know, Ooh, I just look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. And thank you so much, both of you for sharing that. And I love being in community with both of you because we all come to this recovery journey and optimizing journey from different, from different places, you know? And, and I think, um, when I started in my recovery journey, um, it did work for me. Like the rooms did work for me. And then there was the, but there wasn't the optimizing piece that, that it was missing. The optimizing component was missing. Right. So I was able to stay sober through 12 step programs, but I felt terrible. Right. So there's all these other modalities that I needed to uh, seek out and start implementing into my own life. And that's one of the main reasons why we're doing this podcast is just to help bring those, those modalities, um, you know, into the conversation because 
you know, sitting in a, in a, in a 12 step meeting is not going to help you feel better a hundred percent, right? There is a, a, a body optimization component. There's a gut healing component. There's a optimizing the neurotransmitter component. There's a not mindfulness component. There's a eating for optimal brain health component. There's a movement component. There's a, you know, there's working through your trauma component, right? And, and that is, that's some of the work that Amy does. That's just so beautiful. There's just so many components. And so I love that we can, we can talk about them all here. So I would love for you, Danielle, to just share a little bit because we started on day one, or maybe it was day two. Um, we, I, I got you on a protocol to start getting your body back to life. Right. And so share a little bit about what that looked like and, and how you felt, because I think the feeling of not feeling well also keeps us stuck. Right. Cause when I got sober, I felt worse sober than I did when I was using mm -hmm. because nobody told me how to fix my brain and my body. Share a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's so crazy to think back because that's so true for me. I, I knew that this time, like I was going to give it my all and I wasn't willing to feel bad at any more at any like different point, like, and nothing about my life. I wanted to feel bad. I wanted to feel good. Um, physically, I wanted to feel good mentally. I wanted to feel good emotionally. I wanted to feel good spiritually. And, and the number one thing is, is that I think so many people don't do is they, you know, they, they don't take care of like their body and they don't take care of their health. Um, and so of course they can't feel good if they're not doing that, you know? So for, for me, um, on day one, yeah, we started, we did it a little different and <laughs> we started on a complete natural and holistic protocol of um, really good nutrition and supplementation for optimizing the gut brain access. So I knew that, um, you know, there was probably some internal damage. Um, there was probably some stuff, you know, mentally, I still wasn't feeling good. I felt I had brain fog. Um, I couldn't think clearly. I thought, you know, I was digressing, like my, my, you know, my cognition and clarity weren't there anymore. And, and my overall mood, um, those were all things that I needed support with. So it was, you know, a healthy diet. It was getting some good sleep, um, hydrating and taking a really good baseline of supplements and, and through targeting the gut brain access within 30 days. I mean, I felt better energy wise. I felt better. Um, just my overall outlook, you know, I was happier. I felt better than I had ever felt before in my life. Um, and yeah, it just got better from there. So Danielle, what I hear you saying is that within 30 days, you had disconfirming experiences. And what a disconfirming experience is, is that you had data and proof that the damage that you did was not irreversible. And I really want our listeners to hear that within 30 days, everyone thinks the transformation needs to take such a long damn time. Absolutely not. It does not take five years for your head to pop out of your ass or whatever you have heard. It just doesn't. In 30 days, because you took this integrative approach, you felt better. And oh, that's just, I want people to hear that again because it's just so real. And that actually supported you to take things to the next level and even go further and to do something to create the deepest connection, you know, I mean, just looking at both of your faces when I just start to ask this question, like there's just so much light shining out of you because then you said, well, wait, I really want to go on this experience with you. And Jess, I want you to, to, to talk about this because this was, 
something that you really put in place and uh, and I got to witness the whole thing. So I feel really blessed to be here during this part of the conversation. Yeah. So this time last year, we were actually there. We were there in the rainforest um, having this experience. And so, you know, I had watched Danielle struggle for many, many years in and out, in and out, trying to um, feel better, trying to get things back on track and just not not being, nothing was sticking. And a few years ago, I started to research the benefits of plant medicine and psychedelics um, to help with uh, addiction and mental health. And that just opened up a whole new window um, for me in terms of what's possible. And if we could be, if we could take these natural plant medicine extracts that have been used for thousands of years in all sorts of tribal um, settings for exactly these things, and why shouldn't we do that as well? But what I love about plant medicine, and if you haven't listened to our last episode, um, it's just, yeah, we have a whole episode on it and we'll put that in the show notes as well. And we bring on an expert to break it all down for you. It was a really awesome episode. It gives me chills. It was so much fun. But yeah, so, you know, just the idea that, that plant medicines and, and psychedelics could actually change your, your neuroplasticity, that it could give you that, that break, that pause that you need to be able to have your brain go down some different pathways of decision making. And that's what I really wanted to, to interrupt. I wanted to see if interrupting that would help, right? So I went and did plant medicine um, gosh, six months before we went. And I, I really went down this path because I, I had you in the back of my head thinking, could this be that one missing link that just allows you to, to, to have the clarity long enough to make a different decision? And so I had been planning this trip to Brazil for a long time, and we didn't know if it was actually going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's kind of touch and go, touch and go, touch and go. And the stars did align. And we ended up getting on that plane. Um, I think it was April of April 18th, right? And we did a three-day ayahuasca ceremony in the middle of the Atlantic rainforest in Brazil. It was the most magical experience, just connecting back to 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 Earth, to the planet, to um, just nature, and getting our circadian rhythms back in check. You know, it was so powerful. So we did a three-day ayahuasca experience there. I can't say enough about that that group that we sit with. And then we stayed and we did a five day wild woman workshop where we got to do all sorts of fun things. But I would love for you to just share a little bit about what that ayahuasca experience did for you. Hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, I think if you're wanting a different outcome in life and in anything, right? When it comes to anything, you have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and do something, you know, have a different experience and do something different. I, um, I had tried all the, the other modalities that society deems appropriate. And I, I really needed to do some really deep healing. And, um, I, I had heard about plant medicine I, um, I had followed it and I knew that it had tremendous benefits to helping reverse, you know, years and years of like addiction, pain, trauma, um, emotional pain, all of that. So I, um, I was a little bit, um, apprehensive at first, but, but then I just decided to let go and go on this journey. And I cannot say enough about taking that time early in recovery 
to really do that deep work on myself, right? I mean, I that whole process of disconnecting um, from everything that was the toxic life that you had, disconnecting, um, going somewhere where you can spend time with yourself in nature the way it was intended to be, connecting um, with others, and just really, really um, being able to see and set intentions of where you want your life to go, um, you know, for, on the, this new life, where, where you want it to go. And so this was by far, you know, one of the most amazing experiences I'll probably ever have. But I can't say enough to, you know, how much I think it can benefit other people that have walked a similar path in the past. Yeah. And when we were there together, one of the things that um, I kind of, obviously I was in the ceremony circle with you and I got, I got to watch you work through all this. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm almost going to cry because <laughs> um, one of the things that was so cool to watch you go through was the process of like forgiving yourself mm -hmm. and um, just like forgiving yourself and giving yourself a clean slate to move forward. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, um, when we're stuck in these addictive patterns, that is, it's hard for people because we've, we, we feel like we've let people down. We've let ourselves mm -hmm. down and there's a lot of forgiveness that has to happen. Mm -hmm. A lot of like loving ourselves, and it's not forgiveness. Well, there's forgiveness to other people too, but, <laughs> but more so for ourselves. And that was just a really powerful thing to watch you work through the first two days. I watched you work through that and we laid out, um, under this big tree and, and actually kind of went back and forth and talked about some of those things. I don't know how coherently, but, uh, <laughs> but it, we were, we were working through them and forgiving each other too. Right. It yeah. was so powerful. Forgiveness was one of the big things that came out of that ceremony for us. Yeah, that was definitely the biggest thing for me. You know, I really had to, I, I felt like I'd let so many people down and I had failed so many times and, um, yeah, this was an amazing experience to really let go of that and find love for myself again and love for others. Dang, I'm just feeling everything right now. So let's just pause and like feel it because, you know, and I want our listeners to know like this is real. This is what optimizing really looks like and it brings up so much emotion. And that's where our purpose lives, y'all. Our purpose lives in the ability for us to sit here vulnerably and share this with you, our listeners. And we're not just here talking about optimizing your, your life through this masculine energy. We're talking about like settling in and being vulnerable and being willing to share at this level. And Danielle, your life and, and all of the steps that you've taken to be here right now has led you to your purpose has led you to the feelings that you want to feel moment to moment to be an entrepreneur, to play at a larger scale, to do these things. And, you know, the work I do with people is exactly for this. It's exactly to do this. Like I love how I feel right now, even though it's, whoo, it's a lot. I love it. My heart is so open and I choose to be in the space over and over again. And it takes living an optimized life to be there. And I would just love to hear from you, how has combining all of these things, you know, setting limits, not being, you know, being willing to look outside of the status quo, knowing that there could be a different way by choosing an integrative approach with the, from day two, then going on this plant medicine journey and being like, I'm going to go deeper than I ever even knew was possible. And now to be here in your purpose. I would love to hear like 
how has it propelled you to be who you are right now in this moment? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, definitely combining those things um, has allowed me to live a life. I feel so intentional in in what I want um, going forward. I feel so free. Um, there's so much freedom behind letting go, um, forgiveness, um, you know, trying new things, um, optimizing my mental and physical health. Like I feel better than I've ever felt in my life in every single way possible. And it really, really led me down. Um, you know, like now there's no holding back. Like I have found so much <laughs> like success and freedom and love and, and power through this journey that like, I feel morally called to not only share this with other people, but like show them like from the point where I like got lost along the way, like you don't have to go through that. There's another way, you know, that you can live a life of purpose, a passion of love, you know, combining work, combining your health, combining all those things together. Um, so it's really helped propelled me into building, you know, a, a business around this and helping inspire others to do the same. Yeah. Share a little bit about where, where financial wellness has come into this. Cause that was another episode that, that we just finished up and it's kind of, we're in this day and age right now where we're still, you know, social distancing mm -hmm. and there's a lot of collective energy around um, the economy right now. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everything that you've done last year has really set you up for, um, financial wellness. Yeah, it's been incredible. You know, when I started on this journey, I was dead broke. You know, I was dead broke. I hadn't had a consistent, successful job in forever. I was all over the place. But um, by getting all of these things in order and then choosing something that I'm passionate about that had worked for me that I love doing, I've been able to create financial abundance that just came with it all. And it wasn't what I set out for, but it was what came as a result of the things that I did that set me up that way. And I can't tell you how, um, how great it is to not have to have that, uh, that financial stress anymore. And it's tied to something, like I said, that I feel good about doing that isn't work to me. It's passion. So it's really, really created an additional <laughs> benefit of all of the things that we've talked about. I mean, everything, every piece of my life right now is, is playing symbiotically and is in harmony and it's a beautiful thing. And I thank you so much for sharing that because that's kind of that that's been all of our collective experiences, right? It's like taking our experience, our life experience and being able to, um, you know, use it as a vehicle to positively impact change. And that's where the real purpose comes from, you know, so I thank you so much for sharing that. And, and it's so awesome to be in community with you because we are all, you know, really advocates for this space. We're advocate for for advocates for optimizing your life, both, um, you know, from a personal standpoint, a recovery standpoint, a business standpoint. For, so thank you so much for sharing all that. It's so awesome. Yeah, I think the beautiful thing is we all have different, um, you know, stories, and we've all been on different journeys, but we can come together collectively and work together to share this and be the light be for the people. Light. Yeah. Um, so that's been the, the greatest part of it. So just to, you know, inspire others and live with love. Yeah. So beautiful. And just to, you know, wrap it all into one beautiful package, right? And thanks just so much for bringing up that financial. I just, I feel like right now, if we're not talking about it, it's irresponsible because it's such a thing that's up for everyone. And if someone is out there listening and they're just like, I don't know where to start. 
What is the one thing that you would share with them? Yeah, I mean, to, to give yourself some grace, um, to really, really just, you know, find yourself, um, find, find yourself a community of people that, you know, you feel comfortable with that, that, um, that you, that build you up and really, really think back on like what it is that you love to do and align with that passion and just put one foot in front of the other and, and really try to start slow. But I think the number one thing um, is I wouldn't have been able to do any of this if I didn't put my mental health first. That was the number one thing before any of this other stuff could happen. I had to take care of me so that I could show up. Yeah, because now you are a successful, you know, health coach, you're a successful business owner, you um, are aligned with one of the top MDs in Texas. And it's just so cool to watch like the impact, the ripple effect that you're able to make now using all of your life experience, you know, um, and I can't think of a better time than obviously right now for so many reasons, um, both on the mental health and the financial wellness front to be able to, to show people the path, right? Yeah. yeah and, you know, I just, I, I want to mention too that we are a tribe, that what we get to bring to the world is, you know, this tribe that people are looking for. So if you're out there looking for a tribe and you know, know where to go, definitely check out our show notes because we have a path. And, you know, we're just three of the conscious sober women in this tribe. So there's just so many people that speak your language out there. And we're inviting you to come closer and, and be in this community with us because, dang, we're going places and it's fun and exciting. And we're having disconfirming experiences to confirm love and light and all of these things and make some money around here and have some fun. <laughs> Because that's what we're all about. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes to all of that. Yeah. So, Danielle, I just want to thank you so much for being here, for sharing so vulnerably, and, um, and showing people what this podcast is all about, really. Like, you just wrapped it up into this beautiful bow, and I feel like we're like, whew, yes. Where we go next is how we do this, how we do this moment to moment together. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure with you too. So thank you.